听，鸟儿的欢鸣，溪水的婉转。听，爱与恨，悲与喜，苦与乐，得与失。听，跳跃的文字，灵动的声音。You're listening to Morse Read。欢迎来到轻松调频美文阅读 Morse Read， 我是沈听。让我们在这里一起听美文、学英语。在今天的节目中，我们将会听到美国作家吉格·金克拉的一句话，英国诗人菲利普·希德尼的一首诗歌《A Ditty》摇曲，以及中国现代女作家谢冰莹的一篇散文《饥饿》（Hunger）。好，下面还是让我们先来听今天的 Daily Quote。More to read， 用文字抒发感情。用文字诉说故事，用文字穿越古今。Daily quote. When obstacles arise, you change your direction to reach your goal. You do not change your decision to get there. Zig Ziglar. 遇到阻碍时。你应该调整方向以达到目标，而不是改变你抵达目的地的决心。吉格·金克拉。吉格·金克拉是美国著名的销售教练、励志作家以及演说家，他帮助许多人充分发挥和利用脑力与精神资源，著有《金克拉销售法》《透视顾客的心》《金克拉谈销售》以及。与你在巅峰相会等书，我们今天听到的金克拉所说的这句话，告诉人们，一旦下定决心，就不应该轻易被困难和阻碍所动摇。在实现目标的道路上，肯定不会一帆风顺。我们要做的就是及时调整方案方法，但不论怎样改变，我们的最终目的都是要实现当初的目标。When obstacles arise, you change your direction to reach your goal. You do not change your decision to get there. Zig Ziglar. 遇到阻碍时，你应该调整方向以达到目标，而不是改变你抵达目的地的决心。吉格·金克拉。More to read. 
I cherish his because in me it bides. My true love hath my heart, and I have his. Yao Chu, Philippo, Sidoni. 意中人占有我的心，我占了他的魂灵，心心相印，一点灵犀。我的心他不会失去，他的心是我的命。世上再没有更好的默契。意中人占有我的心，我占了他的魂灵。他的情意是咱俩一条心。我的深情，叫他心思专一。他爱我的心，因我对他一往情深。我珍惜他的心，因他对我倾心。意中人占有我的心，我占了他的魂灵。我们刚刚听到的这首诗歌呢，出自英国著名诗人菲利普·希德尼。诗歌的题目是《A Ditty》，谣曲。英文版本由 Mark Griffiths 为您朗读，中文版本由轻松调频的主持人小斐为您朗诵，由宗白翻译。Sir Philip Sidney was born on November the thirtieth, fifteen fifty-four, and died on October the seventeenth, fifteen eighty-six. He was an English poet, courtier, scholar, and soldier, who is remembered as one of the most prominent figures of the Elizabethan age. His works include *Astrophel and Stella*, *The Defence of Poesy*, also known as *The Defence of Poetry* or *An Apology for Poetry*, and *The Countess of Pembroke's Arcadia*. Philippe Sidney is the English Renaissance poet. 他在社交活动中举止优雅，是理想的政治家、勇敢的军事领袖。他还熟悉当时的科学和艺术，是当时英国最佳的散文家，又是仅次于埃德蒙·斯宾塞的诗人。作为英国文学史上最早的诗人之一，他只活了32岁，而写诗的时间就更短，从1580年到1584年，不过四五个年头。但诗歌往往是激情的产物。一经勃发，便迅猛而不可收拾。短短的年光里，希德尼写下了百余首十四行诗，集合而得名为《爱星者与星》（Astrophel and Stella）。Stella 是星的意大利语。诗中所谓“时而指星，时而指人”，无不泛滥着洪水猛兽一般的爱情。通常认为，这部组诗中的主人公是里奇勋爵的妻子帕涅罗普。而从这层意义来看，这应该属于那个时期典型的歧视爱情。
My true love hath my heart, and I have his, but just exchange one for another given, I hold his dear, and mine he cannot miss. There never was a bargain driven, my true love hath my here, and I have his. His heart in my keeps him and me in one, my heart in him his thoughts and senses guides. He loves my heart, for once it was his own. I cherish his because in me it bides. My true love hath my heart, and I have his. Yao Chu, Philippo, Sidoni. 意中人占有我的心，我占了他的魂灵，心心相印，一点灵犀。我的心，它不会失去，他的心是我的命。世上再没有更好的默契，意中人占有我的心，我占了他的魂灵。他的情意是咱俩一条心。我的深情叫他心思专一，他爱我的心，因我对他一往情深。我珍惜他的心，因他对我倾心。意中人占有我的心，我占了他的魂灵。世界用心聆听用心聆听用心用心聆听用心用心聆听用心用心聆听用心用心聆听用心用心聆听用心用心聆听用心用心聆听用心用心聆听用心用心聆听用心用心聆听用心用心聆听用心用心聆听用心用心
Believe it or not, I've been starving for four days on end. At first, I ate nothing but four baked cakes or two small buns per day. Then I cut them down by half, and then by another half, until I didn't even own a copper for buying boiled water. When I was thirsty, I would stand under a tap and let its running water pour down my throat through my wide-open mouth. I felt bloated. There was a pain and chill in my stomach. I cannot tell you enough how miserable I was. Why did I get to this state? That time, in school, there was a problem. Many students were taken to the hospital. Many students had to leave home. Some went back to the hospital. The hospital did not allow us to open it again. I was still working as a tutor. 一面又要筹备自己的生活费，真是忙得头昏眼花。How did it come that I had been reduced to such poverty? It was because the school where I studied had got into trouble. Many students had been arrested and taken to the police station. Some students had moved house and some had gone home. The school canteen was closed because it refused to serve meals on credit. While trying to rescue the arrested fellow students, I meanwhile had to find enough money to pay my living expenses, so I was terribly busy. 实在饿得不能忍受了，才每天跑去春潮书店借钱。如果遇到康农和辅华两人在，还可借给我三元五元。但他们在店里的日子是很少的，伙计们自然不敢做主。因此，去十次总有九次落空的。Pressed by hunger, I would visit Chunchao Bookstore every day to seek a loan of money. When Kang Nong or Fu Hua was there, I would have no problem in borrowing a couple of silver dollars through them. But I seldom found them in the store, and the clerks, of course, had no say in this matter. Therefore, in nine times out of ten, nothing would come of my visit there. 那是我最快乐的一天，《从军日记》出版了。春潮书店的大门口贴着一张用各种不同颜色写的又鲜明又动人的广告。我怀着一颗好奇心走了进去，也像顾客一般，从书架上抽出一本封面鲜红，是丰子恺先生的女公子画的小兵骑牛的《从军日记》来看。但我没有买它，因为我知道。I was beside myself with joy the day when I found my book, the diary of a woman soldier, published at long last. Pasted up at the door of the bookstore was an eye-catching, colorful poster advertising the book. I went into the store full of curiosity, and, as an ordinary customer would do, took from the shelf a copy of the book. Which had on its bright red front cover a cartoon by Feng Zikai's daughter portraying a little woman soldier riding on a cow. I didn't buy it, for I knew I was entitled as its author to at least ten complimentary copies. 我没有钱用了，请你付几元的版税给我好吗？趁着店里没有买主的时候，我这样含羞的轻声问那位管账的。不能。版税一年只能结算两次，现在还不到时候，我怎好付给你呢？我等不到结算版税的时候了，
，今天非预知几员不可。我如果不到万不得已的时候，也绝不会催讨的。你不信，我连回去搭电车的钱都没有，来的时候也是跑路的。饥饿之火在我的腹内燃烧着，我忘记了什么是羞耻。这样诉苦时，好像一点也不觉得难为情，但对方只是冷冷的一笑，似乎并不同情我。倒是一个小伙计对我很好，他说：“你多等一会儿吧，买你的书的人一定不少，等下收进多少钱，你就通通拿去好了。”管账的用着怒眼斜视着小伙计，但因我在旁边，他没有说什么，只是重重的打着算盘。I need money badly. May I have a few dollars now out of the royalties on my book? Seeing no customers around, I whispered to the cashier with embarrassment. "No, not now. Royalty payments are made only twice a year. How could I pay you ahead of time? I just can't wait. Today, you've got to give me an advance of a few dollars. I wouldn't be here bothering you if I could help it. Believe me, I can't even afford the streetcar fare going back home. I came here on foot." The uncontrollable desire for food burning within me, I ignored all propriety and poured out my complaints without feeling ashamed. The cashier seemed apathetic, smiling a sardonic smile. A young clerk, however, was kind enough to tell me, "You just need to wait a little while. I'm sure your book will sell quick. Soon you can take all the money that comes from today's sale of it." The cashier cast an angry, sidelong glance at the young clerk, but he had to keep silent in my presence and worked his abacus with a vengeance. 我充当临时的店员，近来买《从军日记》的青年，我都愿意亲自将书递给他，但对方并不知道我就是那本书的作者。有几个顾客嫌我包的书不好，表示很生气的样子。小伙计正想告诉他我是谁时。我连忙使了个眼色，制止了他，弄得那位青年莫名其妙的打量了我很久，然后悻悻然的离去。I volunteered to serve as a temporary clerk, ready to hand the book in person to any young customer who wanted to buy it. They often had no idea that I was the author of the book. Some didn't like the way I did the wrapping and looked somewhat displeased. The young clerk was about to tell a customer who I was when I immediately stopped him by tipping him a wink. The young man was confused and, after looking me up and down for a while, walked off in sulky silence. 快到黄昏的时候，我居然拿到了五元钱。归来，我不再搭三等车了，趾高气扬地跑进了头等车。那位售票员忙指着前面一节车说。到三等车去吧。他大概看见我穿的衣服太破旧，以为一定是个坐不起头等车的穷光蛋。我忙把五块钱的钞票拿在手里，故意向他示威：“喂，找钱来吧。”他这才低下头不作声了。To my great surprise, I got as much as five dollars towards evening. On my way home. I travelled first class in a streetcar instead of third class. The moment I stepped into it, 
chin up and chest out. The conductor barked, pointing to the front compartment. Third class in the front. Judging by the way I was dressed, he must have thought I was too poor to travel first class. I quickly showed him the fiver in my hand and demanded, by way of a protest, "Hey, give me my change." He was silent, lowering his head. 意外的遇到一个青年，拿了一本从军日记，坐在我旁边看。他竟大胆的向我宣传，要我去买一本来看看。我回答他说：“我不赞成女人当兵，所以也不喜欢看这本书。”他听了非常不高兴，竟骂我思想顽固。二十世纪的女性不应该这样开倒车的，他气愤愤地说。A young man sitting beside me happened to be reading my *The Diary of a Woman Soldier*. He boldly recommended me the book, and advised me to go and buy a copy for myself. I replied, "I don't like this book because I don't think it's good for a woman to be a soldier." He was much annoyed at my remark and called me a diehard. A twentieth-century woman shouldn't go against the trend of the times," said he angrily. 我故意和他辩论了很久，惹得全车厢的人都注意起来。车子驶到卡德路，我就下来了，怀着一颗兴奋的心跑去找光光。他和元贞正穷得没法过日子，见我去时很高兴，猜想我一定拿到了钱，连忙向我瓜分。我立刻给了他们两元，其余的两元多就花在请他们吃饭的小馆子里。等到回去。又只剩几毛钱了，但我并不难受。我觉得吃了一顿饱饭，至少可以挨饿三天。I purposely kept up the argument till it attracted the attention of all passengers. After I got off the streetcar at the Carter Road stop, I hurried excitedly to call on Guang Guang. Being hard up, she and Yuan Zhen were immensely pleased to see me. Guessing I must have brought some money with me to share with them, I quickly gave them two dollars and spent the remaining two dollars and something treating them to dinner at a small eatery. I returned home with only a few cents left, but I didn't care because I knew I had had a full meal to last me three days without feeling hungry. 学会喝酒也是在这个时候。一个人到了越穷困的时候。对于金钱，便越视为粪土。我常常奇怪，一钱如命的守财奴，为什么要这样刻苦自己，半文钱也不肯花？我只要精神痛快，物质生活哪怕再苦些，也不能丝毫影响我的思想和意志。有钱时，我分些给穷朋友用，或者跑到馆子里大吃大喝一顿，或者买许多我爱吃的虾米、牛肉干、鸭胗干。喝糖果回来，穷困时就一个人跑去马路上喝西北风，躲在亭子里喝自来水，或者索性蒙在被窝里睡两天，看看有趣的小说，以消磨这可怕的长日。It was also at this time that I started to take to drinking. The poorer one is, the more he looks upon money as dirt. I often wonder why a miser should be so rigid in self-denial, even grudging to spend every single cent for himself. 
All I seek is inner joy. The material life, however hard it is, will never affect my mind and will. When I have money, I'll share it with friends in need. I'll go to a restaurant to eat and drink to my heart's content, or buy and bring home many things I like to eat, such as dried shrimps, dried roast beef, salted ducks, gizzard and liver, candies. When I'm broke, I'll go strolling around the streets alone on an empty stomach, or shut myself up in a small room with nothing to eat. Or lie in bed, sleeping for a couple of days, or reading an interesting novel, just to while away the terrible long days. 如果有人问我，饥饿的滋味怎样，我立刻干脆的回答他：“朋友，请你四天不吃一点东西，饿一下试试吧。”老实说，饥饿的确比死还要难受，比受了任何巨大深刻的痛苦还要苦。当你听到肠子饿得咕咕的叫时，好像有一条巨蛇要从你的腹内咬破了皮肉钻出来一般。有时你饿得头昏眼花，坐起来又倒下去了，想要走路，一双腿是酸软的，拖也拖不动。有时一口口的酸水从肚子里翻上来，使你呕吐，但又吐不出半点东西。更有时，饿得实在不能忍受了。就想在自己的胳膊上咬下一块肉来吞下去，这时我才相信古时一子而食和现在有些地方把死人的肉煮来当饭吃的惨事是真的。If I'm asked what it is like to go hungry, my answer is prompt and clear-cut: keep starving yourself for four days, my dear friend, and you'll know. Honestly, hunger is even more painful than death. It is the greatest of all human sufferings. When you hear your own stomach rumbling with hunger, you feel as if a large snake were trying to gnaw its way out of your belly. Sometimes you feel so giddy that you cannot rise from your bed, no matter how hard you try to, and your legs feel like jelly so that you cannot walk. Sometimes you feel nauseous, but you throw up nothing but the gastric juice. You may even feel like gulping down a piece of flesh bitten off your own arm, so as to appease your unbearable hunger. That made me believe as true the tragic story of ancients driven by hunger to eat the flesh of each other's son, and victims of some calamity-stricken areas cooking corpses as food. 虽然这样穷困，但我这副硬骨头始终不屈服，不向有钱的人低头。更不像别人认为，女人的出路是找个有钱的丈夫。饥饿只有加深我对现社会的认识，只有加强我生的勇气。从此，我更要奋斗，为了自己，也为了万万千千和我同样在饥饿线上挣扎着的青年男女。Destitute as I am, I can bear my privation with great fortitude. I never yield. Never bow to the rich, never think that a woman's way out is to marry a wealthy man. Hunger deepens my knowledge of present-day society and gives me more courage to live. From now on, I'm going to redouble my efforts to struggle not only for myself, but also for thousands upon thousands of young men and women who, like me, are on the brink of starvation.
今天的节目就要结束了，感谢您的收听，我是沈听，我们明天见。